G'day you mob, Pete here, and this is another episode of Aussie English, the number one place for anyone and everyone wanting to learn Australian English. So, today I have a GOSS episode for you where I sit down with my old man, my father, Ian Smithson, and we talk about the week's news, whether locally down under here in Australia or (laughs) non-locally overseas in other parts of the world, okay? And we sometimes also talk about whatever comes to mind, right? If we can think of something interesting to share with you guys related to us or Australia, we also talk about that in the goss. So, these episodes are specifically designed to try and give you content about many different topics where we're obviously speaking in English and there are multiple people having a natural and spontaneous conversation in English. So, it is particularly good to improve your listening skills. In order to complement that though, I really recommend that you join the podcast membership or the academy membership at Aussie English com.au where you will get access to the full transcripts of these episodes, the PDFs, the downloads, and you can also use the online PDF reader to read and listen at the same time, okay? So, if you really, really want to improve your listening skills fast, get the transcript, listen and read at the same time, keep practicing, and that is the quickest way to level up your English. Anyway, I've been rabbiting on a bit. I've been talking a bit. Let's just get into this episode, guys. Smack the bird. And let's get into it. Yeah, there we go. Boom. All right, maybe I'll get rid of this out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, yeah, we'll give context there. We- I have some more teen in my hand right now, you know, more teen, more- what is it again, that uh, little- um, Louis the smart, Fly, okay. Louis the teen. Fly. Yeah, there used to be this um, character, Louis the Fly, mm. who was this like um, New York kind of style gangster yeah. fly that would be on all the ads, hot, like smoking a cigar with a hat and he would always <laughs> die from the more teen yeah, exactly. bug spray. But um, we were just doing the last episode and there was this little fly flying around, circling the whole time and just distracting- Driving, that, driving you nuts. Driving me nuts. So, right, I'll, I'll give you a bit, bit of homework. I'm going to give you a there. random question. I'll give you a bit of homework here. Shoot. Um, who wrote- This is an Australian- Famous author in Australia uh, who wrote the Louis the Fly theme. Oh, man. Pfft, I have no idea. You'll you'll find out. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one back next time. So. Next time? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, that was a famous author or a famous- a famous author. Uh, musician? No, famous author. He's one of Australia's best-selling authors. Yeah. Is that one he that used I to be should a, he, know? You'll, you'll know him. Yeah. Is but, he, are there books behind my-, my uh, <laughs> I'd have to. See, yeah. Probably not. No, because <laughs> he's a fiction writer. So. Paul Jennings? Uh, no. Ah, so close. <laughs> but he started off his uh, professional life um, as a in advertising, uh, writing jingles and things. So. Really? Mm. Mm. All right. A little clue. What's the next story, Dad? You got the next there? story. Um, hang on. I've got to go back here. Um, yeah, this one's a sort of a, a different one. Um, it's the 50th anniversary of the collapse of the Westgate Bridge. Uh, uh, in Melbourne I today. I remember, yeah. You wouldn't have, yeah. obviously. <laughs> I was just a twinkle was, in my dad's eye. Not that even point. that. Not even that. I was 12 at the time. Uh, actually, I just I've turned, I just this, turned 13. Um, yeah, so the Westgate Bridge is a, a large bridge. It's about four, three and a half, four kilometres long. It's an S shape. A big shape S shape bridge into Melbourne. that goes across the mouth of the Yarra it's, River. Suspend- Would you call um, that a suspension bridge? It's a bridge? suspension bridge. It has bridge. these two yeah, sort of um, yeah, pyramid a, a different style of su- su- suspension bridge. That's yeah. easy for me to say. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so during its construction, uh, one end of it collapsed and killed 35 men yeah. uh, working on it. Good God. Um, Imagine that happening today. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, look, it <laughs> the was- uproar. But it was the- uh, It's the single biggest thing that happened in my childhood um, in Melbourne. Of, yeah. Of a, you know- a sort of news drama that you just went, this is impossible. Like, how how is this possible? And it was on the front page of, you know, the news for weeks. Yeah. Of, you know, firstly, the, th- the fact that it happened and then all the investigations and everything. So, so what ended up actually happening? Uh, well. So, the bridge was being made from both sides, right, I assume, yeah, coming yeah, towards itself yeah. over the water. And it was the city side that, that collapsed. Okay. Uh, so, what they had just not fastened or attached it correctly and the I, people working on it, I don't it know. just I can't went remember into the, the details. Water. It didn't actually, it, it was, they hadn't got to being over the water yet. They were mm. over the mud flats. Damn. Um, yeah, yeah so no wonder everyone died. You wonder yeah. how many people would have made it if they'd been- um, Who knows? But, if they'd uh, fallen into the water. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it's, um, yeah, that's a, a sad story, but um, 50 years since that, it's sort of- Does that blow your mind? It does, yeah. It, Melbourne would have been a completely different place at that time too, right? Oh, we, extremely different. Yeah. You look at it and you think about the skyscrapers, you know, as if they were always there, but really they're kind of ephemeral. Mm, at well, least they're going to disappear one day, you'd imagine. But yeah. in your life, I remember you telling me that there were, the biggest building was only, what, a handful 20, of stories? 20 stories high. Well, handful. It was built. Um, my father worked in that office, office building after it was built. Really? Um, and it was a state government building. Um, no longer is. Yeah. Uh, but still there, but now it's dwarfed. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, on Collins Street in the main central business district in Melbourne. No kidding. Um, yeah, 20 stories high, and it was the tallest building in Melbourne at the time, uh, which is sort of bizarre to think about now. Well, we've got um, two or three buildings. Well, we've got. The tallest building is, what, 76, 77 floors or something. Uh, what's it called? The Eureka Tower. Eureka Tower, uh, that's And that's right. on the south side of the river. Yeah. Um, and there's, yeah, there'd be 30 or 40 buildings that are 40 plus, 50 plus stories. Well, it's not a tall city, Melbourne, but it's no. a, a dense one, the CBD. It is pretty crazy. You wonder what it's going to be like at the end of my life or, you know, when Noah's is your age or something. Mm. It's just- is it just going to be the same, but just spread out, or is it going to be, you know, even taller buildings in that? Yeah, who knows? Same um, area. Maybe it'll be underground. There'll be a whole heap going down, not going up. Yeah, the, the challenge with building in Melbourne, uh, in that central area of Melbourne, is that it's it was sand flats and mud flats yep. uh, originally, and so there's there's something like, you know, depending on where you are, there's something between sort of ten and twenty meters or more um, of sand. Um, so you've got to dig a long way down uh, yeah. to get to something to you know, bedrock to get to something solid to build on, and even building tunnels. When the uh, yeah the last tunnel was built under the river, uh, yeah there is a, there is one currently being built, but um, under the river to uh, to join up two bits of freeway. So rather than you know, you know having the freeway just running through the city area, yeah. they went underground, um, and it took them years to fix the leakage problem because, um, you know, some genius engineer um, who was from overseas, you know, again, you know, employ locals because at least they understand the geology, um, didn't think about sealing. They basically just dug the tunnel and then coated She'll it be with right. concrete. She'll be right. Below sea level. Yeah. No and whackers. It, and then it just keeps- <laughs> it, And you, you're going Where's under a river. So, from? And that's the joke is that the um, the Yarra River, yeah. Um, yeah, which is everybody used to joke about being the upside down river because it's got the mud on the top, uh, 
doesn't have a bottom. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's just yes, it's sort of muddy and so on, but mm-hmm. the water is still flowing ten meters below you know what you would think really is the slowly. base of the river, uh, and so it's just sitting there seeping uh, through. So didn't it used to time. be clear? Oh, once upon a time it would have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought they used to be platypus and other. Oh, they know, would have been. Yeah, heaps and of these beautiful animals that were living around here, but we just ended up obviously industrializing the place and yeah. agriculture, well, the, runoff, and everything. What we know as the Yarra River is completely different from yeah. what would have been there at the time of first settlement of mm-hmm. Europeans, because there was a, a little sort of rocky waterfall cascade that went that was now right in the middle of you know the centre of Melbourne where the river goes through. And uh, so it was only tidal up to there. The rest was just fresh water. And so you had constant fresh water flow clearing the uh, the river. But yeah. now it's tidal for kilometres beyond there because that was all blown up and dug out uh, to make the river more navigable because people wanted to uh, mm-hmm. be able to take boats up. You know, because boats obviously, you know, back in the days of horse and cart, you know, this is way before trains even, uh, you know, river... Yeah, transport was the most efficient way of moving goods up and down you know, through the the growing city. So, Melbourne would have been incredible in the in the beginning. I think you know just to have more so because the surrounding environment and the indigenous people that were living there just seemed to be so interesting. From the limited amount of um, books that I've read on that, it, it well, would have been a very cool alleged location. and a few um, ecologists and archaeo ecologists who've studied um, you know, what it would have been like back then, uh, have suggested that it would have been the Kakadu of the South, um, yep. that it was just well, that's you know, poor Philip hundreds Bay, right? of- Yeah, hundred, but even just that area of around Melbourne, um, hundreds of square kilometres in that area um, of, of wetland, yeah. you know, mud-based, sand-based wetland that would have had you know, amazing bird life, uh, all of which has disappeared well, once Sean, they started to fill it in. Sean Dooley from BirdLife Australia was saying mm. that one of the swamps or parks outside of Melbourne has something like 200 plus species of birds and is one of the most diverse places in Australia for yeah. bird wildlife. And I was just like, what? Outside of Melbourne? Like, yeah. it just wouldn't be what I would expect. You'd expect in a rainforest the or in some other Western region. treatment plant, what used to be called the Werribee Sewerage Farm, yeah. uh, is the same. You can, yeah. you can go there and, you know, if you spend- a good day looking, you'll get a hundred species of birds there. Yeah, a good day. Yeah, there's plenty more than that. But it's pretty interesting too, isn't it? The formation of uh, Port Phillip Bay because it used to be the opening of Port Phillip Bay. It's an interesting bay because its opening is so small. It's only what three kilometres wide, three kilometers maybe across. less. Yeah. And so all the boats come in through that little narrow um, channel. channel. And then within Port Phillip Bay, what would it be in, in diameter, like 70 kilometres? So, I think it's about, yeah, it's it's roughly, um, it's a diamond shape with a bit of yeah. extra bit stuck on the side into Karaya Bay near Geelong. So, those, so, those boats would still take a good hour once they get through the heads to actually get, get to, to Melbourne, Melbourne, which yeah. is at the sort of top of the diamond that yes. would be Port Phillip Bay. Yeah. But that, that you know, 8,000 years and more ago- would have just been what floodplains I take yeah, it of the yeah, Yarra River the, the because opening, the Yarra River is the, the it, go, it went out through the opening of the heads right yes the heads is is basically the opening of the river yeah um, in fact it is it, it isn't even that it's just yeah where the river would have continued on 
and the whole of what we now call the bay would have just been floodplain. Yeah. Um, but that floodplain would have continued past the heads out onto what is now Bass Strait. And Bass Strait is very shallow as well. So yeah. Bass Strait was land, you know, 8,000 years ago. You, know, you could walk to Tasmania. Yeah. Um, and so the river would have made its way, you know, meandered its way out across what is now Bass Strait. You wonder where it went. emptied into the Southern Ocean. Yeah, did it, did it go left or right it or went keep right. going down to Tassie? Um, <laughs> yeah, it, right as in going south. So, yeah. it, it turned west and I I don't actually know. It'd be easy enough to find out. Yeah. But um, I'm ashamed to say my uh, you know, studies of geology and geomorphology are now way too long ago for me to remember that. But I expect it um, opened up somewhere between... Um, Cape Otway and King Island. Wow, about halfway along there. So. Jeez, that's it's so crazy to think that the river was so much more mm. so recently in in geological time, and that you would have had indigenous people hunting kangaroo, you know, under what is now twenty meters of water, twelve meters of water in yeah. the bay, and and out in the front of it, right? So yeah, it is crazy, and that that they could just walk to Tasmania mm. and. Yeah, nuts. Yeah, long way to walk, but you could do it. So. Yeah, far out. Anyway, let's finish that one there. Mm. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Me and Noah, he's here as well, smacking the microphone with his spoon. That was another episode of The Goss. Don't forget, guys, if you want to get access to all of The Goss episodes, the transcripts, the MP3s, the videos, the entire episodes from one to, I think we're up to like 40-something now. Yeah, that's it, mate. Um, Just go to aussieenglish.com.au and you can sign up for those. Anyway, I'm Pete, your host. This has been another Aussie English episode. It's a pleasure and I'll see you soon.